0: Hello everybody and welcome to turn to page 12. Welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum. How are you doing, e? Uh I am doing excellently. And yourself, Rita? Uh, you know, I am excited. This is a very themed book and there's something about mm. that that gets to me, that in in a good way. Like just being in a wax museum. I have never been and this is gonna Mm -hmm. take me there. I don't know, I'm ready. I've also never been, and I do live a couple of hundred meters from a Madden Tussauds. I
1: easily could go at any period of time, Mm. but I'm kind of a little, like, I'm not gonna say terrified, and I'm not gonna Mm. say I have a phobia, Mm. but they do make me deeply uncomfortable. They exist within the uncanny valley too deeply for me to really appreciate looking at these wax sculptures so i think i'm going in pre-primed for horror here
0: yeah this it's set up for you i i don't know i feel like I, there's nothing more in the uncanny valley than like a shoddy wax sculpture mm-hmm. they the new ones have gotten so good that it's like it's a little creepy in a different way not like not like in an unsettling way but it's like a oh boy, I don't know if you should be making something that looks that close to the real thing. I just don't know if you should.
1: Uh, but- I, you, you know all those videos of, like, you know, the celebrity goes to Madame Tussauds and they stand where yeah. their wax sculpture otherwise would have, people come up to pose with them and then they turn around and Dwayne says, hey, and they're like, "What?" Is I, I I literally can't believe a single one of them. This is my cynical yeah. brain, I guess, oh, no. in action yeah. here. Every single time I
2: look at those, I realize deeply People are so well attuned on levels they do not even know of to be able to recognize humanity in
1: something else. Only if you are approaching this from behind and they are paralyzed in the muscles, are you really going to accept that this is a wax figure in that instance?
2: Yeah, I think everyone... Thinks wax figures look still uh, too far from humanity, yeah. but they entertain the notion of it for like.
0: Oh, but I'm so close to the celebrities because no one's doing wax I like, know. sculptures of the local baker. I okay, should... pinning that. I want to, but I want to see one of those videos where they have them posing by the celebrity. But like, I want it. I'm not a prank guy, prank video guy, but I want one of those where they have the people who are clearly like, I just want to be a part of something. So I'm going to act like I think that it's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I want it like that, but the wax figure is like really poorly done. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like half of their face is just like, actually like a full inch down or something. And just mm-hmm. like the clothes are like <laughs> two sizes too small. Like and just, absolutely looking wild but they just want to play along so long like so much because they want to be a part of it they're like oh my god dwayne the rock johnson mm-hmm. uh nice it's, crop it's like top
2: you go to a two tussauds right and then anytime anyone points a camera at any of the figures you just go up next to it because you're like oh there's probably a celebrity and they're doing the thing yeah. right
0: yeah i want to be immortalized like these uh these wax sculptures but uh you know what else should be immortalized? The Beware page, by you rating it.
1: Ooh. Let's do it. <coughs> beware. Do not read this book from beginning to end. Your history class takes a trip to the new wax museum. You and your friends Liz oh, from the last book. Oh my and god. And Jake hope the trip will make the history less boring. But you have no idea what the Wicked Wax Museum has in store for you. First, Jake vanishes. Do you and Liz stay in the museum to find him, or do you leave to get help? If you stay, look out for the strange man in doctor's masks.
2: Keep out of the steaming room if you can, and beware of the wax figures that seem a little too
1: lifelike, especially the hooded one with the gleaming axe. If you leave the museum, well, get ready for a terrifying time. Meet Sybil Wicked and her skull-faced servant Axel. They've developed a horrible new way to do plastic surgery can you and liz escape before your faces get lifted right off your bodies what? the scary adventure is all about you you decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be <laughs>
2: yeah
1: What? That...
0: <laughs> i think they could have just ended with lifted right they made it so explicit I well but it's also just like what are we imagining like just like float i don't know like a floating set of like eyebrows eyes and nose stuff like that i just I don't know, like a Mario 64 sort of situation where you're like, welcome to my game, and you drag up his eyes and everything like that? Are we talking mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know, it, it went in, it took it to the absurd to me. <laughs> I'm thinking of it as kind of like
1: face-off technology. I'm thinking sure. very literally just peel the visage. Yeah.
0: It sounds nice sometimes, hey, why not? But no, on kidding. to page one... So I read this this Liz situation is really interesting. Mm-hmm. We had our first like com like major typo blunder, of literally the wrong character's name being listed in the last book, mm-hmm. and they're in this one. are Are we to believe that they were what? written like simultaneously, or maybe they were like Liz was the character in both, and they had to like, sw- they're like oh my character is <gasps> Liz in this one, and then it was changed, and like one was just forgotten to be changed.
2: That'll be it. That'll hundred percent it. Because like you know, we're talking this. This
1: book was printed in the nineteen twenties, right? So we're talking a period of time before Control F, right? So you can't yeah. just Control F replace every one of the instances of Maisie with Liz. I actually can't remember the name from the person of <laughs> the know. person
2: in the previous one. Maybe it was Liz. <clears throat> I just know it wasn't Liz.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's find out what Liz cool. is like. Uh, cool. You let's exclaimed do your best friends, Liz and Jake.
1: The field trip to the Wax Museum is today. Can't believe our class gets to see it before the grand opening. Finally, Ms. Dunner's history class won't be such a bore,
0: Jake adds, flipping his black baseball cap around backwards.
1: Mr. Dunning,
0: more like Mr. Dull.
1: (laughs) You said it,
0: Liz giggles. Her red curls bounce when she laughs.
1: Hey, why is it called the Wicked Wax Museum anyway?
0: It's the name of the guy who owns
2: it. Jake explains. Dr. Izzy Wicked. You made <laughs> all of the wax figures.
0: Well, according to Mr. Dull, Liz adds, the museum is supposed to bring history to life for us, or something like that.
2: Yeah, right. Jake smirks. Maybe the wax figures will come to life, too. <laughs> oh, gross!
0: Liz cries. You're giving me the creeps, Jake. Come on, you two. You say. The bus is here. We'll be first in line if we grab the back seats. That was the most on the nose first page so far. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Imagine <clears throat> why it is run by Izzy Wicked and mm-hmm. it's supposed to bring history to life. Maybe they'll. C- and then as if that won't spell it out for them enough. let's have Let's have Jake say maybe they'll come to life. <laughs> Just like no room yeah. for missing it. Just not even at all. All we needed was Liz at the very end to say, I hope so. No one tries to take our faces off with a new kind of
1: plastic surgery.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We better stay in otherwise. But on to page two. On the bus, you rush to the back. You and Liz take a two seater. Jake sits alone across the aisle with his red sneakered feet on the seat. Now no one else can sit there. Jake leans back. His chin length brown hair falls over the top of the seat. Let's get this crate rolling, he mutters. All right, people, Mr. Dunning shouts from the front of the bus.
2: Thanks to my personal donation to the museum, we get to see the place before it
0: opens to the public tomorrow. The teacher does one last headcount. All right, Sal, he says to the driver. We're all here. Let's go. As soon as the bus starts moving, Jake presses his nose and opens lips flat wait, presses his nose and open lips flat against the window for the viewing pleasure of the other people on the road. Then he breathes on the window and writes on the steam, honk if you hate history. Honk, <laughs> you say, laughing.
2: Honk, honk,
0: <laughs> Liz adds. You and Liz are honking so loud you don't see Mr. Dunning coming down the aisle. He looks mad. Go to page three.
2: That's enough out of you three. You're always making trouble.
0: <laughs> the red faced Mr. Dunning sputters. If you hate history so much, you can just wait with the rest of us in the lobby.
1: Oh, brother.
0: You groan. There goes our fun. Minutes later, the bus pulls up to a stone building. Mr. Dunning leads leads the class into the lobby of the Wicked Wax Museum. A scowling woman in a purple turban and gold bracelets sits inside a ticket booth.
1: These three students will not be going in.
0: Mr. Dunning tells her. He turns to you, Jake and Liz, and points to a bench by the wall. Sit there, you little
1: monsters. You'd better be sitting there when they come back.
0: The class leaves you behind as they enter the Hall of Historical Exhibits. A red door closes after them. Jake manages to sit still for a few minutes. Then he jumps up and says, I think it's time for us to take a little tour of our own. Turn to page 75.
2: Jake,
0: don't! You whisper loudly as he disappears through the red door. You glance at the ticket lady. She's busy with something in the booth. Jake! You call again. We're in enough trouble already. You jump up from the bench and try to grab the door before it closes. Too late, the red door slams in your face. Hey, open up! You hear Jake yelling through the door. He rattles the knob. Hey, help! He cries. Liz leaps up to help you push the door open, but it won't budge. (laughs) Funny. Stop getting around, Jake. She scolds. Help! Jake screams again. He really does sound scared. Then you hear a whirr, like a motor starting up. The click of gears mingles with Jake's cries. Jake! You shout, but there's no answer. You press your ear against the door and listen. I think something is really wrong. You whisper to Liz. His cries are getting farther away. We have to get in. You shake the door handle and give one last push. Suddenly, the door opens easily. Darkness greets you both. Darkness and the loud whirring of a motor with no sign of Jake. If you go in after Jake, turn to page 30. If you decide to get help first, go to page 111, but hurry. <laughs> um, well, I i, I mean, we've, we've taken too long. We haven't gone to 111 that's immediately. That's true. Surely. I, I have always thought in the back of my head it would be a fun metagame angle like if it tells us that we have to be fast that we can't take long in the decision and i do think that in this case i I like that
1: i like that too so i I also like the idea of that so have we decided to go for let's uh, go for 30 because we've not
0: we've not been fast enough so sounds good to me i like that that angle uh no time to lose jake needs your help you step into the darkness liz clutches your arm "'I... I don't like that motor sound,' she stammers. "'You don't like it either, but it's too late to turn back now. "'The heavy red door slams shut behind you. "'A thick bolt slides into place on its own. "'You're locked in. "'Slowly your eyes adjust to the strange red lights that fill the room. "'Then you see what's making the motor sound. "'Ahead of you, a conveyor belt moves slowly through a velvet... S- "'Velvet steamer opening into a black tunnel.' streamered velvet streamered mm-hmm. what the hell velvet streamered opening streamer into a... it is velvet streamer <laughs> excuse me streamer uh it's a velvet streamered, opening into a black tunnel it reminds you of those luggage carousels at the airport but there are no suitcases on this conveyor belt instead there's a body and it's jake's and it's moving slowly away from you his red sneakers are disappearing into the tunnel then you notice something else out of the corner of your eye you see something move Across the room, it's only a shadow, but there's definitely something there. What is it? If you want to find out what's moving through the shadows, turn to page 93. If you ignore it and go after Jake, turn to page 18. I've got a theory.
1: What's your theory?
0: I mean, I'm feeling like the Jake on the the conveyor belt is a wax statue, Mm -hmm. and the Mm. thing moving is
1: a Jake. I love it. I love it. The only thing I have to say is that... uh streamered is what I call
2: VODs they uh streamered <laughs> they have been streamer in the past
0: let's, uh, I love let's it. find out what's moving through the shadows because that's Jake I. that's my guess I mean we'll see alright uh, someone's watching you you feel it there's something in the shadows across the room and you have to find out what it is maybe it's Jake you think maybe this whole thing is one of his pranks maybe he put his sneakers on the conveyor belt so you'd think he was unconscious maybe not jake you call hopefully is that you there's no reply mr dunning you try again a spotlight suddenly shines down from the ceiling and it blinds you for a moment then you and liz both gasp the light is shining on a person but it sure isn't mr dunning this giant wears a black hood and a black cape he holds a gleaming axe blade high in the air In a moment, he will bring it down on the victim kneeling before him. It's the Executioner! You exclaim, horrified. He was in one of the Goosebumps books we read, remember, Liz? Oh my god, already? Yeah. Yeah, Liz whispers. Mm -hmm. The Executioner? Her eyes are wide. She can hardly breathe. Then she screams.
2: It's Jake! He's gonna be executed!
0: Turn to page 99! Oh my. Already we got <laughs> we got re-goosebumped? Already? This, this is going out of control so quickly. This is, this is the quickest. What the hell? Okay. Your stomach turns over. Liz is right. The figure kneeling with his head on the chopping block has chin-length brown hair just like Jake's. Jake! You shriek. You dash over and grab his hand to pull him off the chopping block but what you feel startles you. Jake's hand is covered with wax. Right then, the executioner's arms glide downward. The axe gleams in the spotlight. And then, whack! The steel blade act—wait—the steel blade of the axe lands squarely on Jake's neck. Quick, turn to page 42. Already there, let's go. Yeah. The whack of an axe on the shopping block is followed by a thud. The severed head rolls and lands your feet. Bad ending. Oh! <laughs> Time to go back. <laughs> ah, you scream. Oh, no. <laughs> Two glassy eyes are staring up at you. But wait, those aren't Jake's eyes at all. They're marbles, you exclaimed to Liz. This is just a wax figure. It's part of the exhibit. It doesn't even look like Jake. Well, except for the hair. <laughs> Liz laughs nervously. I wasn't full for one minute. Were you? She looks at the headless wax figure and shudders. I wasn't scared, you reply, trying to sound braver than you feel. To prove it, you reach up and tweak the executioner's waxy nose. It's all fake, see? Yeah, Liz says, giving the towering figure's cheek a pinch. It's just fake. What? How? But the he- But he chopped. Wait, what? Mm. You're not so sure anymore, though. You don't want to scare Liz or anything, but when you touched his nose, you felt... What was it? Breath? Yes. Warm breath coming from the Executioner. But that's impossible. Or is it? Take a deep breath for yourself and turn to page 86. (gasps) You lean closer to the Executioner. This time, you're sure the wax figure's chest is definitely moving. Slowly, in and out. Is this part of the exhibit? What are you doing? Liz jokes. Checking in for bad breath? Do you see it? You whisper. See what? Liz asks. She takes a closer look at the wax wax axe man. <laughs> That's fun. Then her eyes grow wide. They made it look like he's breathing. The spotlight above the exhibit flickers. Liz grabs your arm. This is too creepy. She cries. Let's find Jake and get out of here. But you're too busy examining the executioner. Curiosity overcomes fear. You scratch one waxy hand with your fingernail. It kind of grosses you out, but at the same time, it fascinates you. All the while, the big wax figure's barrel chest moves in and out, ever so gently. Turn to page 78 to see what you find. The wax on the hand of the executioner peels away easily. You flick a soft lump of the stuff off your finger and scratch some more. This time, you scrape a patch on his arm and you dig deeper with your nail. Under the cool layers of wax, you feel a warm spot. You squint your eyes and look closer. Is it only flesh-colored wax, or is it really flesh? Turn to page 132.
1: I, the word has not been used yet, but specifically the context of wax or flesh falling off of a body is the only context in which I encounter the word sloth.
2: It's sloughed off. It's sloughed off in pieces, etc. I hope we get it. It's one of my favorite words in the English language, and there's so seldom an opportunity to use it.
0: Fingers crossed. I'm imagining no, but let's hope. You have my power. You're so busy scratching the wax surface of the executioner that you hardly notice what's happening, but it gradually dawns on you. Fingers. Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Five of them. Fingers have wrapped themselves around your right arm and they're starting to squeeze. You can't bring yourself to raise your eyes to the executioner's face. Your eyes are level with his chest in and out and in and out. You gulp. Liz? You say? I certainly hope that's you squeezing my arm. Knock it off. Liz says from across the room. You're scaring me. They're not Liz's fingers and that can only mean one thing. What happens next depends on how easily scared on how easily scared you get. Are you the type who flies into a panic? Are you cool and collected when things get scary? Go ahead and test for yourself. Hold out your hand away from your body. Can you keep your fingers perfectly still, or do they wiggle and twitch? All right. I. I. I'm doing an okay job. I don't know. Like, I have some... I'll tell you, um,
1: I, I thought I was a cool hand Luke here, but I, I am not. <laughs> All
0: right. I I, I was going to say my arm is moving a little. That's more of like a just a weakness in, in my mm-hmm. arm strength than anything. But let's count that as uh, trembling onto 120.
1: I think so.
0: You panic. <laughs> nah! You scream.
2: The wax figure is alive.
0: You have good reason to panic, too. Some... <clears throat> little wax on on his hand sloughed off now all the wax is flaking wait sloughing off his body like skin peeling after bad sunburn you try and pull yourself away from his waxy grip but he's too strong Liz help you cry turning your head to look for her but Liz has troubles of her own her red curly hair is completely tangled in an air vent on the wall <laughs> come on Liz. <laughs> Oh my god. How did you even do that? How did you do that? What, right now, Liz? Oh, we're instructions gonna... unclear. Red curly hair stuck in <laughs> air vent on the wall. We're sending you back to the, the Jungle of Doom book, Liz. Come on. <laughs> Where you didn't do anything, you didn't cause any harm. Uh or yeah, red curly hair is completely tangled in the air vent on the wall. The more she struggles, the tighter the tangles become. She gazes at you wide-eyed. Looks as if you're on your own against the executioner. He's holding you with one hand, with the other he raises his gleaming steel axe. If you're right-handed, go to page 70. If you're left-handed, go to page 63.
1: I uh we both right-handed?
0: Let's leave that. Oh no. Unanswered. Let's? No, but I'm right-handed. I mean
2: I mean, yeah, it, it's easy. Both of us have, right? So if this path kills us, we could not succeed. Either of us could not
1: succeed this path.
0: I think that we would have to be able to legibly procure a drawing of some sort with our left hand. Mm. So let's hope that this one that. does not lead to an ending because that would be dumb to lock something behind Uh, you know what hand you... Have as a dominant hand. That would be very dumb. All right. It would be. You're right-handed. Really? Too bad. The executioner grabs your right hand, so you can only fight back with your weaker left one. His axe blade is raised. You reach up your left hand to hold it back. It's no use. You can't win against his strength. Not with your weak hand. The blade is sinking. It's getting closer and closer. It's only an inch away. You strain against it with all your might. Right then, a blast of icy air comes down from one of the ceiling vents. In less than a second, both you and the Executioner are frozen stiff. He stands poised with his axe at the ready to chop. Where are you? You're frozen in position directly under the blade. Perfect. You hear a man's voice
1: say. My Executioner has his victim, and I have another exhibit ready for the opening tomorrow. (laughs) He
0: laughs a wicked laugh and adds...
1: They don't call me Dr. Wicked
0: for nothing. It's the evil owner of the museum himself. Dr. Izzy Wicked. Is he wicked? Yes, he is. Thank you for spelling that out for us. The end. <laughs> um, <sighs> you Say what you want about uh, Goosebumps. They never let a joke go over your head. No, they will not. They will make sure you you don't get to go home until you've finished all of your joke. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the thing now what if I was
1: left-handed is the thing like I'm feeling ambidextrous I,
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, congratulations uh, I'm going to thank you see if I can draw a little smiley face and mm. you know what I will also attempt to qualify for this with my I'm with gonna my, take left my diary hand.
1: where's 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 paper well no I have paper where's okay. paper okay
0: Okay. Um, and... well, okay. Uh, okay, so th- mine thanks. is sad. We were doing a smiley face, but mine has had a tough time. Well, I've got two smiley faces that are... honestly, let's... you know what, I need a control group. How does my smiley face... honestly, it, lo- it sucks with my right hand, so uh, I think I'm fine. But it's just because both of my all my smiley faces are bad. <laughs>
1: Excellent. We so, have both now trained our left hand. We, have, we are both officially left-handed. We are, profi- we
0: are proficient in left-handed combat now.
1: <laughs> we have plus two to checks <laughs> with left-handed <laughs> weapons. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, you're left-handed? Congratulations. Thank you. We tried really hard. The executioner is holding your right arm, but your strongest arm is free. Great gobs of wax slough off the executioner's face, arms, and neck. Mm. He's still peeling. Underneath the wax, patches of burned and raw flesh ooze. He's half flesh, half wax, but all bad. (laughs) His blade is aimed at your neck. You reach your left, left hand up and grab the handle of the axe. The executioner pulls it back. You grit your teeth and yank as hard as you can. His waxy hands can't hold on, so he lets go. But his sudden loss of grip surprises you. You go flying backwards, and so does the axe. You watch in horror as the blade comes spinning right through the air, right towards your face. Turn to page 24. At the very last instance, instant, you manage to duck. The axe skims over you, glances off the wall above Liz, cutting free her tangled curls, and then ricochets back over your head while spinning to a quick stop. Uh Uh-huh. Right in the waxy back of the evil executioner. We couldn't have dreamed of a better scenario for that. That is... Wow. His mouth falls open in a silent scream. He arches his axed back. And stands frozen in that position. You and Liz gasp in unison for the executioner. It's the end. This is the first time we've seen a the end that's for a character that's not us. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say, like, it has the same, like, bold font. Wow. But for you, it's only the beginning of the trouble that you're headed for. You hear footsteps behind you. Hurry to page 91 and hide. Footsteps. So, okay. Also, I need to reckon with the fact Mm. that this book's good ending is gated by if you are left-handed. Yep. Come on, man. That's not fair. I I think we had some in the past that
1: were like gated to whether or not it was Sunday
2: and things like that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's true. I mean, thankfully we live on different time zones, but uh, you're right. I shouldn't have been so forward with, uh, with my handedness orientation beforehand.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, am I right here? I mean, let's wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Let's wait and see. Footsteps, you say to Liz, after you brush with the evil executioner. You're not taking any chances. Quick, let's hide. You search for a place to hide, but the room is empty except for one thing, so you do the only thing you can. You duck under the dead executioner's black cape. A moment later, you hear a man's voice. I told those kids to wait in the lobby, he says angrily. Now they're holding up the whole group. It's Mr. Dunning. Mr. Dunning, Liz calls out as you throw off the cape. It's us. We're here. But he's not there. Where could he have gone, you wonder? Then through a small doorway you hadn't noticed before, you hear his voice again. I told those kids to wait in the lobby! Mr. Dunning! You shout, and the two of you burst through the little doorway into a closet. What's going on, you think? You see something that makes your blood run cold. Quick, go to page 77! Uh, uh, uh.
2: (laughs) I told those kids to wait in the lobby!
0: The voice repeats.
2: Now they're holding up the whole group! I TOLD THOSE KIDS TO WAIT IN THE
1: LOBBY!
0: NOW THEY'RE HOLDING UP THE WHOLE GROUP! There, on a closet shelf, sits a tape recorder. It's playing a tape labeled Dunning Audio in black magic marker. The store <laughs> slams behind you and you hear the lock turn. It's only a tape recording of Mr. Dunning's voice. You whisper. You're too stunned to scream. Liz starts pounding on the door, but it's no use. No one's going to let you out. You're trapped in here with the voice of Mr. Dunning playing endlessly. I told those kids to wait in the lobby. Now they're holding up the whole group. The executioner was bad, but this is horrible. What could be worse than listening to Mr. Dunning's dull voice? Yes, dull. (laughs) Voice forever. Who ever said history never repeats itself? Looks as if you're doomed to be bored to death in the end. You know oh.
1: what? I'm so glad we die here. We d- we die no matter what hand we have.
0: Yeah, that does make it a little bit better. So mm. is the I
1: mean
0: you are we I guess we're supposed to try to have our hands out without trembling again?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we actually need to try that recently check again. I did take some, uh,
2: where, what is it, is it diazepam in the the uh, Metal Gear Solid games for holding
0: your hand I think so. straight
1: while you're sniping? Um, I had recently taken uh, diazepam, of course, as as yes. mentioned, hence I mean, the voice here.
0: I will um, say...
1: And yeah, no, my hand, oh my God, it's still shaking so much. No, Shh, sh- 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 no. <laughs> so, I have... straight, no. it's
0: it's straight. So, sorry, there's here... an earthquake under me. Actually, my hand is straight with relative will say... uh, to the center of the earth. I holding my arm up with my other arm, like putting like it out. Honestly, like, uh, you know how, (laughs) like they have like cop shows and they have their arm out and then they're resting the gun on their arm. I'm doing that with Mm -hmm. my hand so that I'm not like, it's not just a strength issue. (laughs) Yep. And honestly, I'm not really shaking too much. So I think that I I feel like I can say page 10
1: we're tough and brave and on page 10
0: and left-handed Liz? ambidextrous <laughs> we have that proficiency and right-handed and <laughs> it's sunday and tuesday yeah well i mean we we have but now for all future books we can say we have left-handed proficiency like we're just mm, building up our our right. personal character sheets <laughs> the whole series is an rpg yes exactly we have we do have an inventory <laughs> system and a stat system it is us as people growing and changing Mm -hmm. for goosebumps (laughs) all right page 10 liz you say trying to stay calm we've got a problem problem liz asks what problem she looks right at you but doesn't realize that why you're standing so still what is it she asks staring at you you move your eyes downward my hand You whisper softly his hand you add even more softly liz looks at the executioner's fingers wrapped tightly around your hand as she's watching the executioner raises an index finger and waves it at liz he's alive she screams she lunges forward using both hands she shoves the executioner backwards and throws him completely off balance the axe goes flying out of his hand. You scramble over to the axe. It's yours! As the giant creature tries to get up, you raise the axe over your head. But before you can bring it down again, on your black-caped enemy, someone stops you. Not you! <laughs> Says a man's voice. Turn to page 13 to find out
1: who has you. I have. I have made an assumption here. Let's see.
0: We'll see. Someone yanks the axe out of your hands. You spin around, your eyes widen in surprise. Two men in doctor's masks and overalls standing behind you. One is tall and thin, the other is short and round.
1: You're here to finish the exhibits, not finish them off,
0: sneers the shorter man. Thanks to you, we have to start all over again with this executioner exhibit, adds the tall man. What are they talking about? You and Liz are too stunned to ask. You watch the two men lift up the frozen executioner and carry him to the conveyor belt. Curls of wax litter the floor, after they've been sloughed off. Uh, Then they lay them down on the conveyor belt and watch as he disappears through the red velvet streamers.
1: Dr. Wicked won't like this. There's no time for duos.
0: The short man grumbles. As for you two, the other man says, shoving you roughly.
2: It's time for you to join your friend. He's been waiting for you in the skin-scraping center. No!
0: Skin-scraping center? Just skin-scraping center. Don't love skin that. Skin-sloughing center. Oh, yeah. Oh, no! thank you. Liz cries.
2: <laughs> what have you done to Jake?
0: The two men laugh.
1: <laughs> Nothing we won't do to you, too.
0: The short one promises. Turn to page six. Liz looks as scared as you feel. Don't be afraid. The man holding her declares, The dipping doesn't hurt for long. You won't get away with this, you warn.
2: Our teacher, (laughs) Shrek, is friends with the owner of this place. (laughs) Mr. Dunning, he made a personal contribution to the museum.
1: You're the ones who won't get away,
0: says your captor.
1: He doesn't know it, but the biggest biggest contribution to Mr. Dunning has made is you, kids. You'll never see your teacher again.
2: That's right. Add li- adds Liz's guard. Dr. Wicked ordered us to make new figures for the unfinished exhibits before the grand opening of the museum tomorrow. The press and television news people are arriving in two hours.
0: Adds the man.
2: We've got a lot of body dipping to do in very little
0: time. Body dipping? You... <laughs> you screech. Where's Mr. Dunning? Where's Jake? I demand to see him, now! And you start to scream.
1: Scream all you like, kid,
0: says the short one.
1: Your friend is being processed. It's done in stages. First, the steaming, then the skinning, then the hot wax dipping. It's hard to create exhibits of such horrifying quality, you know.
2: But this is supposed to be a missed history museum.
0: Liz cries. Get Liz's answer on page 130. <laughs> history! <laughs> the tall worker laughs. That's a good
2: one. The public wants horror, not history. And we aim to please. You've already met
0: the executioner, and soon you'll meet the others. Others? You say. What others? The short man answers.
1: First things first. There's no time to sting ya. We'll have to send you straight to the next step.
0: He pulls a red curtain aside. A door on the wall slides open to a dimly lit hallway. At the far end, there's a glass door with red letters on it. They say, Skin Scraping Center. And there's Jake on the other side. Jake! You cry. Hold on, we're coming to get you. He's struggling in the arms of another masked museum worker. And now he's being strapped onto a rolling stretcher and pushed out of sight. He's gone again. But at least you know he's still alive get moving the tall man orders they push you and liz through the doorway the door slides shut behind you and locks you and liz are alone now's the time to make your move you've got to act before they turn jake into a statue on the wall two oh on the wall two buttons glow one is yellow one is green they look important just what do you need to create a distraction but Which, just what you needed to create a distraction, but what button should you push, yellow or green? With no context. Yellow button. I I think I might have some context. Oh, I love the context. Yellow means pause, green means go, red means stop. I suppose that is true. Uh, That's my only possible here. We've got a yellow and a green. My My first working was, okay, well, I
1: mean, green is more of a goosebumps color, but I guess yellow is as well. They kind of like play off the contrast. Anyway, I think it's got to be the the yellow button.
0: I'm down for yellow. That is way more rationale than I had, which is... Which color do I like better? Mm -hmm. You push the yellow button. Instantly, screams and moans of agony fill your ears. (laughs) Wall panels open, revealing dioramas on both sides of the hall. (laughs) Liz screams too. Wax figures from the history of horror pose in gruesome scenes. You're surrounded by villains and monsters, not the kind of distraction you had in mind. Count Dracula bears fangs, dripping with the blood of the wax victim in his arms. The creature from the Black Lagoon drags a screaming woman into a steaming swamp. Mud monsters, King Jelly Jam, The Mummy, monsters from every Goosebumps book that you have ever read. Every movie that you have ever seen. (laughs) They're all here with you in the Exhibit Hall of Horror. But they're only wax, you tell yourself. Exhibits in the museum and all that roaring, screaming, crying. It's being pumped in through speakers. Scary but fake, right? Meanwhile, the skin scraping center sign flashes on and off at the end of the hall, reminding you of the real danger ahead. Go to page 122. Every movie I've ever seen. It doesn't imply... Every single one. It does not imply that... it goes. These are two separate thoughts. Monsters (laughs) from every Goosebump book you've ever read and also every movie you've ever seen. So, hey. Yep, I'm screwed, cause I watched Cabin in the Woods and there's a scene in that where
2: they show just a frankly stupid amount of monsters from every single different thing. So
1: yeah, I'm, shoot. I'm screwed in the circumstance. That's this, a is, catch this is all. one of the goosebumps I would not survive.
0: Yeah. I've seen my dog skip. Uh... <sighs> little well, Rascal, my right. good time boy, my cheese soldier, my little monster but alas page 122 there's no safe place to go the door behind you is locked the door ahead of you leads to skin scraping whatever that is (laughs) um i think it's on the tin i I really wonder what's going on in that room yeah only
2: a bit explanatory about it in the name
0: only they let me know what was going on in the skin scraping room i have serious fomo uh it's so subtle yeah But, you know, you have to get there and save Jake. As much as you want to go to the skin scraping room, you and Liz (laughs) cling to each other as you walk through the Hall of Horrors. Past Count Dracula, past the creature from the Black Lagoon, past the mud monsters, past Skip, past all of them. The hall is about as long as a football field, and about halfway through, you stop. Did you see what you thought you saw? You study the waxy red drops of blood clinging to Dracula's fangs. His lips are curled back. Showing blood-soaked gums and a crimson tongue. Out of the corner of your eye, you see the scaly creature from the Black Lagoon in the next exhibit case. His webbed hands clutching the long hair of his victim. And tighten their grip in front of your eyes. You weren't just imagining things. Count Dracula really is turning his focus of his red eyes to you. And so are all the figures in the Wicked Hall of Wax. They're all alive just like the Executioner as if they can read your thoughts suddenly all the wax creatures drop their victims and turn their evil eyes on you race to page 88 i would say be- you say your thing first before we race to page 88 i have to say
2: that blood-soaked gums and a crimson tongue would be a sick bar in
1: like a horrorcore rap album i, I do hope to love see that. this in like clipping's next
0: i i do really love that I was just going to mention that there's no page in Goosebumps history in which we should theoretically be more screwed. Yes. (laughs) We are in the middle of a room with every monster that we have ever conceived of. That's so many. And we're in the middle of the room at this point. I'm actually mad if this next page is not an end. I, I mean, the only thing I can possibly perceive is all of them share one weakness, being semi-wax. Mm. So, fair. is hoping. And then you grab your blow dryer. All at once, the living, breathing, wax villains step, crawl, and fall out of their horror scenes. Clawed hands, fanged mouths, slime-covered arms reach out for you and Liz. You decide not to stick around and find out what they have in mind.
2: Run, Liz!
0: You cry over the shouts, moans, and groans of the pack of creatures. Run to the Skin Center! That's not what it's called. I'm so curious! <laughs> uh, say the full name. <laughs> it's the Skin Peeling Center. Run to the Skin Scraping Center! Skin Scraping Center, of course. Oh, you both make a mad dash for the end of the hall, but Count Dracula is a step ahead of you. His cold, waxy form steps into your path before you take you get to the glass door. He smiles a horrible fanged smile. You put on the brakes and take a step back. The rest of the wax attackers line up behind the count. The wolfman howls. The Frankenstein the Frankenstein monster groans, breathing their hot, rancid breath in your faces. They advance on you. How, hmm. How are they breathing on us? And then advancing <laughs> to Whatever. You retreat mm-hmm. in sheer terror. Your legs are shaking. Liz's teeth are clattering. Looks as if they've got you trapped. The door behind you's locked. Remember? Dracula licks his lips hungrily. With all these monsters breathing down your necks, there's only one thing you can think to do. Turn to page 55. <laughs> you push the green button. The ceiling above you opens up. A large pair of tongs reaches down. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's uh, uh, let's give this another go. You push the green button. The ceiling above you opens up. A large pair of tongs reaches yeah. down and lifts you and Liz up through the opening in the ceiling. As you rise, you see the floor below speeding downward and away from you. In fact, you realize you're not moving up at all, the tongs are holding you in place, while all that is below you sinks further and further away.
1: Are they just gonna keep us hanging here?
0: You wonder aloud. You spoke too soon. A veil of mist gathers at your feet. Your feeling of dangling in midair disappears. Solid ground is underneath your feet again. (laughs) You peer down and see that you're standing on a sidewalk. The tongs release you and vanish. When you glance up to see what has happened to them, you see a row of small apartment buildings. Did I just... Hey, what is this place? You say... What I'm, I just I I need answers. Like I guess I just need answers. I'm what Rito. When did we load up psychonauts? Like this yeah. is a psychonauts as scene suddenly in goosebumps. It really is. That is very apt. Uh huh. Well, I I cannot wait to see how they explain it. I need I I will not be. Sufficiently, uh, pleased, no matter the answer. 33! <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it. It's so foggy here. Who can tell what this place is? Liz whispers. A full moon lights the night sky. A single gas lamp casts weird shadows against the brick walls of buildings. Liz moves the mists away, mist away with her hand and then looks around. The gaslight flickers, but nothing else moves. All is quiet, all is still. It's a city, Liz says softly. An empty city, it looks like. You reply a little nervously. We're the only ones here. A metal garbage can falls over with a crash, and a surprised cat wails in the alley. You turn in the direction of the noise and scream, Liz, look out behind you. Liz whirls around and gasps. Uh Uh-oh, you're not the only ones here after all. Okay. We were lifted out with tongs and put into a city.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. you remember the era of uh, of video games back when you're know, like a bunch of different des- uh, designers would go off and
2: like I'm doing the ice level, I'm doing the fire level, I'm doing the starting tutorial zone, things like that right yeah. and then I'm talking like PS1 prior yeah. generations right and then at the very end of the project they all needed to come together and figure out how to put them all together in some
0: sort of an order a lot of people went with hub worlds that you have the ability to kind of like diversify yeah. from but some people tried to justify how you ended up in like the volcano level from the ice level like th- this yeah. is almost
1: perfectly typified in like point uh, like a point and shoot
0: games in arcades where you need to you know, yeah. board a helicopter and then you get dropped off elsewhere this is like they recorded dialogue for Liz and the main character and they couldn't ask the voice actors back so they couldn't justify it and they were like we need to transition between these two scenes but they can't mention the tongs yeah it just happens <laughs> yeah it happens tongs <laughs> tongs Lift it up, put down. I love it. It's to so now.
2: normal. Like I
0: it's, know. This is
2: just the dumb thing. This 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 is actually public transport in this world. Yes. They stand by a certain stop, yeah. they hit a green button, and then
0: tongs pick <laughs> no, nope, hang on, don't pick them up. Tongs grab them and the rest of the world <laughs> descends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It doesn't pick them up, it holds them and the world changes. I Good God. Maybe this is this is perhaps the most i've been confused from a two-page like a two-page turn yeah but maybe maybe hey maybe they'll redeem themselves with it maybe they'll loop us back in and be like you know what that's pretty clever those weren't tongs Mm. that was i have nothing They can't do it. The tall shadowy (laughs) figure of a man stands in a swirling cloud of mist. He wears a dark overcoat and a wide brimmed hat pulled down over his eyes. As the fog clears, you see his hands are stretched out in front of him and he's reaching for Liz's throat. Look out. He's going to strangle you. You exclaim. Liz ducks. The what the, already He's <laughs> good crying? reaction time. Oh no. Uh Liz Ducks, the Strangler, capital T, capital S, the Strangler keeps reaching for her. The time you reach for her, this time you reach for her too. You pull her in the opposite direction and start running. Are those footsteps behind you? Is the strangler following you? You desperately want to look back, but it might slow you down. If you look back over your shoulder, turn to page fifty. If you keep running and don't look back, turn to page eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, run and look back or I, run and
1: don't? I I think we need to run without looking back, and my justification for this is that uh, Liz and our main character have been through some wild stuff recently and don't seem to be particularly curious about almost any of it yeah. after a certain point. I think they've reached their capacity for novelty for today, and they're just like, "I we need to just go through it.
0: Yeah. I'm with it. Page eight. Or... Yes, PJ. Yeah, hey, let's do it. You keep running and don't look back. You don't have time to see. You don't have to see him. Now you can hear the Strangler's footsteps behind you. Hurry, Liz! He's following us. You run to the entrance door of the brick apartment building closest to you and try the handle, but it's locked. The strangler is catching up. You hurry to the next door, locked. The strangler is closing in on you. Liz trips and stumbles. She cries, hopping on one foot.
2: I twisted it!
0: The strangler is gaining on you. You in- you drag Liz to the next door, but it's locked, all locked. There's only one building left to try. Liz? You say, pulling her along beside you. Come on, you've got to make it a little bit farther. You reach to- reach the door of the last building.
1: There's a candle burning in the window on the top floor.
0: You whisper hoarsely to Liz. This one's
1: got to open for
0: us. Run to page. Run for page 79. You turn the handle. The door is unlocked. You push it open and pull Liz inside the warm building. There's a staircase in front of you and you turn back and see the strangler reaching the walkway leading up to the door. You have only seconds left before he'll get to you. You and Liz race up the stairs, just steps ahead of the menacing man. He catches you by the hand. Gotcha. He growls. Let me go! You cry, twisting your hand in his. Liz pulls at you as you pull at him. You scratch at his gripping hand with your... this sent I, I don't these Here's sentences a hand with your free hand these, these, these sentences together are so ham-fisted. you cry <laughs> twisting your hand in his liz pulls at you as you pull him and you scratch his gripping hand with your free hand i, I hate the the thing I is just...
2: you even smoothed out the sentence for them in real time because it's liz pulls at you as you pull at him that's <laughs> yeah. so it's, the
0: Oh my God! I I love it though, nonetheless. Gobs of soft wax are stuck under your fingernails. He's waxed, just like all the others. Wax, but alive too. <laughs> twist your hand free and turn to page one twenty nine. You twist and scratch until you pull yourself free from the wax madman. You grab Liz and pull her up the stairs. You reach the room where the light is on, but. There's no time to knock. You throw open the door and come face to face with the tall museum worker who captured you in the executioner's room. He's still wearing his white overalls, but he's taken off the doctor's mask.
2: I've been expecting you, he says. You didn't really think you could get away, did you?
0: You'll stay with us forever. He looks past you and speaks to the man behind you. They, oh my so Strangler? that's just his name.
2: <laughs> just his name, yeah.
0: That's just me oh my god you turn to run but i mean why even the but strangler's towering figure blocks the way why try to leave the man in overalls snarls you should feel honored to be part of the grand opening of the museum while he talks you search the room with your eyes you search the room with your eyes You're looking for anything that might save you and Liz. Then you see it, the candle in the window. You've got an idea, and it just might work. You have no choice but to try it, so turn to page seven. With your eye on the candle in the window, you start screaming wildly. (laughs) You fling your arms in the air and flap your hands. You bob your head up and down like a dashboard doll with a loose spring. Grab the kid. The worker shouts at the at strangler. Liz can't believe her eyes. You've never gone totally berserk before. You wink at her, and then she gets the idea. Now she she shrieks wildly too. When the attention turns to Liz, you reach for the candle in the window. You wave the flickering flame in the face of the strangler of of strangler himself, back and forth, closer and closer to his waxy cheeks. No! The man in overalls screams when he sees what you're up to. Not fire! He'll melt! Take it away! It's too late for the strangler. From beneath the wide-brimmed hat, flesh-colored wax drips down in a puddle. The museum worker pushes you aside and tries to glob the hot wax back into place. He looks up at you and snarls. You'll pay for this, so I can promise you that. Get out of here while you still can on page 109. I will say our plan was... I, I doubt that we needed... To to bob our head and wave around, and then have mm. her do why I'm I guess I'm confused as to why not just grab. I mean, you know, hey,
2: I think the idea was to to like cause a distraction yourself, and then by acting yes. erratic. Um, but also
0: that that would be treated exactly as it was in the scene. They would just order the strangler to grab you. Yeah, interesting. Page one hundred nine. Either way. You and Liz waste no time in getting out of there. Back down on the street, you gaze up at the building from the window at the very top. The museum worker sticks his head out and screams. You pay for this! You pay! We've got your friend Jake and we'll get you too! Hurry, Liz, you say. We better get out of here. She's groaning and rubbing her ankle. I can't run anymore, she says. My ankle's too sore. I need to rest a minute. You throw Liz to the curb and you start booking it. (laughs) You gaze up the street and see the man in overalls coming out of the building he was in. Quickly, you pull Liz into the dark doorway of the nearest building. By mistake, she leans back against the door and hits the doorbell. An ear stinging buzzer sounds. The door opens automatically. A long hallway stretches in front of you at the end of it is a woman that motions for you to come in. It's the ticket lady from the lobby of the museum. What's she doing here, you wonder? Uh-oh. Something's fishy. If you turn back, go to page 43. If you go inside, go to page 116. Uh, mm. Long hallway stretches in front of you, then is a woman a I, I don't know why I'm acting like we can predict any godforsaken mm-hmm. thing that's about to happen to us. We were yeah. grabbed by giant tongs. Exactly. We could click either of these and be grabbed by giant tongs again. We do not know. know. (laughs) You thought something was fishy? You idiot. That's because you're (laughs) a fish.
1: (laughs) Duh. I've been a fish this whole
0: time. You've been a fish. Liz, does that not sound like a fish name to you? You're fish people.
2: Hmm.
0: Honestly, what? I think we need to... I
2: think we... I kind of want to turn back, and part of it is is, is just that uh, I don't have a voice for the ticket lady yet. Admittedly, that's what's happening in my head. Well, all right, let's
0: go to page <laughs> 43. Hell yeah. You turn yeah. back and come face to face with the man in overalls. He's furious and ready for revenge. His arms are full of what's left of Strangler, pieces of his <laughs> evil face... Loose evil fingers and masses of evil melted wax overflow from the museum worker's cradled arms. You can't get away with this, he shouts. The Strangler won't allow you to escape so easily. He hurls huge globs of wax at you and Liz. You try and run, but your feet get stuck to the sticky in the sticky piles of Strangler's waxy remains. Jeez. <laughs> the angry worker hurls more and more of the melted wax. Smack, thwack, thwonk. Soon, you're both buried by the waxy remains of the strangler. The wax hardens and you can't move. Both of you stand stiff and still. The museum worker examines the results of his wax attack. Yes! He snarls gleefully. Nobody
2: beats the strangler. He's got his hands all uh... over you, and I mean all over you.
1: And I don't like that. Neither. But Not I will say, bit.
2: the idea of him just like throwing snowballs I at love his that. friend
1: at us. Incredible. Very, very colorful I'm picture. I'm glad we saw
2: this death. Me too. Death. But what next? Uh what is the, other, one six, one the 16. correct page for 116? excellent. Thank you Muchly.
0: You go inside the building for the first time because of your instincts and slam the door behind you. Once inside you see a lighted sign on the wall that flashes black red black red when it flashes red the word future is spelled out in black when it flashes black the word past is spelled out in red The woman who is selling tickets in the lobby stares into a crystal ball She's really a fortune teller Well that okay that explains the the purple turban she's wearing As you approach her she looks up at you I know all from my crystal ball She says mysteriously.
1: I see you are the ones with no tickets, eh? And how will you pay your way?
0: Well, well, you stammer. I mean, we don't have any money on us or anything. Mr. Dunning was supposed to. It's too late for tickets now. You're already in.
1: What you need is a ticket out.
0: She swirls her hands over the crystal ball and asks you to make your choice. Re
1: future or past you must decide and you must decide fast hmm
0: let's see and then it says if you can either pick red for future black for past or you can get a deck of cards and pull out a card to see what uh you do which i kind of want to do i do have a deck of cards nearby that i'm i'm just curious is
1: that all I'm right? I'm so glad that you have one nearby. I was going to run to the other room, but I, I was like, oh no, the fortune teller speaks too soon. I can't get it.
0: I, I got sent a-, a press kit from Card Shark, and it is the coolest <gasps> thing. I'll be right back. Okay.
1: All right. Welcome
0: back. I'm back. I got the deck of cards. But yeah, they sent a, a deck of trick cards that lets you actually cheat at cards. It's great. incredible. It's super cool. All right, let's... Uh... I, I had a, a tapered deck when I was a kid, and it was good fun. I never used it to actually
1: cheat at games. I mostly used it for tricks.
0: I got the Queen of Diamonds.
1: That's a red card. <laughs> Thank you. you. To, go to the future.
0: <laughs> All right. Red card. I mean, the other one's page one. Red. Liz says. Oh, the other one's page one. So going to the past literally takes us to the start of the book.
2: Oh, I'm so glad we got a red.
0: Oh, Liz says. It's like my hair. The fortune teller cackles. Two (laughs) Two gold teeth in the front of her mouth glitter in the flashing lights. She looks pleased.
1: The future it shall be then, my dear.
0: A sudden wind blows through the hallway. It swirls and whirls around you, whipping Liz's hair into your face. What's going on? You yell. What? Liz yells back. But you can barely hear her. The roaring of the sudden wind fills your ears. You tuck your head down and lean against the gusts. You feel it whip around you like a whirlpool. It's so strong, you're afraid it's going to rip you apart. It's like a thousand iron hands tugging at you. Then you notice your feet are off the ground. An enormous whoosh. You and Liz are sucked up into the heart of a tornado. You shoot upward. Far below you, you can see the fortune teller. She's holding up a sign. <laughs> far below you, you can see the fortune teller. And she's holding up a sign that reads, The future is yours. What can that mean, you think? You're about to find out. I just, I love the idea of us being sucked up into a tornado, looking down, and someone's just holding a sign like that. Like a rom com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my. What can that mean, you think? You're about to find out. Take a look at your hand. Can you find your lifeline? If you don't know how to find your lifeline, turn to page 126. If finding your lifeline is a piece of cake, turn to page 103.
1: So Rito, I have to be open with this information. I used to work as a tarot card dealer oh. and I uh, I do know uh, or possibly I've never worked in any career in my life don't and worry, I don't know I've... how to find a lifeline <laughs>
0: I've never I've never worked a day in my life and you've worked every job.
1: excellent well
0: finding a
2: lifeline is a piece of cake for
0: me let's
2: try that
1: one first Uh, just in case anyone in the audience is wondering it is the crease that your thumb makes with the rest of your palm Oh.
0: well you start the lifeline in your palm it barely reaches past the middle of your palm it's funny you think i could have sworn it used to be longer meanwhile you're spinning out of control in a tornado Like a piece of taffy, all twisted, pulled, and stretched to the limit, you suddenly feel soft and waxy. I feel like a licorice Twizzler. (laughs) You cry from the funnel.
2: Well, I feel like...
0: A red vine. Before Liz can say what she feels like, the tornado drops you down to a soft, sticky mountain of marshmallow cream. (laughs) You're on top of a cake. Next to you are long, twisted things sticking into the marshmallow cream. And these things have wicks sticking out of their tops. Now you both know exactly what you feel like. You feel like twisted wax candles on a birthday cake. And that's exactly what you are. Dr. Wicked's most brilliant invention is the Twisting Tornado Waxer. Victims caught in the funnel turn into wax. What a strange twist of fate. Your future in the Wax Museum is as candles burning on the grand opening celebration cake. It'll be the beginning for the Wicked Wax Museum, but for you and Liz, it will be the end. This book is unhinged. What?
2: This... This is, this one is this a book... tornado picked us up from the fortune teller, yes. and she showed us a sign that said the fortune, the future is yours. Yes, and then we looked at our lifeline, and as a result, we became taffy.
0: Yes, and then turned into wax candles on a birthday cake. This book is unhinged. This book, whoever like, you know, when writing this book, they need to be told the same thing that you know whoever's in charge of all the new Oreo flavors is told, like. Di- mm-hmm. Dial it back a bit, all right? Like, let's let's stick, you know, stick around the beginning, and like, let's branch out a little bit into some weird and unexpected areas. When you go too far, I don't need to know what Lady Gaga Oreos taste like, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't need to know that. Like, bring me I back.
1: I think this is the definition of extra.
0: Yes. So, it's a gr- it's a good thing that I actually and genuinely do not know how to find my lifeline so until mm, well i did it unfortunately you've actually locked us I out of apologize. it because you've told sorry. me sorry <laughs> no, 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 no you don't remember do you <laughs> no i don't remember do i no exactly remember what well, uh, this, 126 126 thank you much lee you stare at your palm you don't have a clue what a hand is
2: <laughs> i don't think i can take this turning much longer
0: liz moans
2: i feel like i'm stuck in a blender
0: it's quieter in the eye of the tornado so you don't have any trouble hearing her me too you say as the wind whips around and around i just want to find jake and get out of here the tornado funnel carries you up higher and higher the next time you glance down you see huge vats of swirling bubbling boiling liquid men in white overalls are everywhere some are busy mixing some are measuring and some are stirring whatever is in those vats. A strong odor rises up and reaches your nose. You know exactly what that smell is. It's hot wax. Go to page 67. Lump loompa, doobity ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look down. You warn Liz, but it's too late. She's already seen what you've seen. She knows that hot, whack, she knows hot wax when she smells it, and she's panicked.
2: I'm not waiting around to be dropped into that,
0: Liz says, batting her arms against the sides of the wind funnel. Suddenly, Liz's arms break through the solid wall of wind. Right before your eyes, she sh- she's sucked out of the funnel. Liz! You shout. Seconds later, her arm reaches inside. From outside, it grabs your arm and yanks you out, too. You say, trying to catch your breath. My stomach feels like it exploded. I didn't think we were going to make it there for a minute
2: there. If I knew where my lifeline was, I don't think we would have.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Liz gulps as she looks around. I have a feeling we're not out of danger yet. Ooh, turn to page nine. Liz is right. You just stepped out of the tornado. Oh, my God. And we finally made it. Liz is right. You just stepped out of the tornado and into the skin scraping center. It's a laboratory filled with workers in white overalls. They're so busy polishing long steel tables that they don't see you and Liz standing by an electrical control box in the corner. Jake is here, still strapped onto the rolling stretcher. His mouth and eyes are covered with silver tape. A worker pushing the stretcher towards a giant steel tumbler. A worker is pushing the stretcher towards a giant steel tumbler. Its beehive shape and the way it turns around on an axis reminds you of the back of a cement truck. Another worker opens the tumbler door. The inner walls are lined with sandpaper. Oh god, I don't like that. I don't. This book is is unhinged and also filling me with more situations where I'm like, ooh, I'm actually kind of like, ooh, I don't, ooh, I don't like that. So brutal. It's This book is winning, is what I'm getting at. The worker turns a dial inside. A shower of coarse gravel beats against the sandpapered walls. Anything placed in there will be skinned in seconds. You watch in horror as Jake is wheeled up the ramp and into the skin scraping machine. Do something! Liz cries. Quickly, you open the control box behind you. Inside are two levers. One is marked power and the other says powerless if you pull the lever marks power 48 if you pull powerless page 15 i feel like i mean it's going to yeah. get hit you with a oh you're you are now powerless i don't think it's going to be yep. i think that it's 100%. like if the lever is marked power and it's currently on It should Mm. be a boolean that the lever marked power, being in the opposite direction, stops this. And the other one's a gotcha, but we'll see. I love it. I think forty-eight. Pull the lever marked power. I think. I mean, hey, who knows? Giant tongs. You stare at the lever marked power. What will happen if you pull it? You wonder. Do it, Liz whispers. Pull the lever. You look over at the skin-scraping machine, then back at the lever. The door of the steel tumbler is closed. Jake's muffled cries can be heard from the inside. The man in white overalls reaches for the dial to start the machine. His hand is almost on it. You pull the power level. Kaboom! Sparks fly from the control box and from the dials on the skin-scraping machine. All the circuits are shorting out. The man in overalls pulls his hand back and covers his face just before a second. Kaboom! Blasts open the door. The whole lab is shaking. You and Liz hold on to each other and watch as Jake's stretcher rolls out of the tumbler and down the ramp. Jake is still strapped in. His eyes and mouth are still taped shut. He can't see what you can see. The chair is Is rolling wildly out of control. Oh, no, cries Liz. He's heading right for the wax dipping laboratory. You cry out together. Try catching up with Jake on page 92. Tip the stretcher over! You call out to Jake. Lean! But the noise of the sparks and short circuits makes it impossible for Jake to hear you. He's a prisoner of the stretcher, and it's taking him to the next step. The final step. The skin-scraping center is alive with workers scrambling to steady themselves and save the equipment. Come on, Liz. You say breathlessly. After Jake. Oh! Liz cries hopelessly. The end is near. I just know it's going to be it for us. All of us. Heard page 128. 124. Uh, 124. I mean, the audience isn't reading. Oh, I mean, yeah, because you can click the button, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) They're not reading long, are they? I don't know. Are you? Maybe they are. Hey, I don't know. That'd be fun. Uh Uh-oh. It looks like your end might be here. Yours and Liz's. And Jake's. You're in the wax-dipping laboratory. It's very clear now what is going on at this wicked wax... Now? (laughs) At this Mm -hmm. wicked wax museum? I've got it. (laughs) You look around for Jake and spy an empty stretcher, but no Jake. Huge vats of hot bubbling wax are lined up across the center of the lab. Dozens of ropes hang from the scaffolding. Giant machines rumble, tumble, swish, and swirl. Hundreds of wax dip figures dangle from drying racks. A voice on the other side of the laboratory shouts, Check that one for readiness. Yes, Dr. Wicked, replies a worker in white. Now you see him. It's Dr. Izzy Wicked himself, standing on a platform overlooking the lab. A mane of wild white hair frames his hollow-cheeked face.
1: Don't dip him until you are sure the steaming and skidding has been successful,
0: he orders. Three other workers are gathered around the stainless steel table. When they step back, you see what, or who, they're examining. It's Jake. Turn to page 104. It's Jake! Liz exclaims out loud. Both the worker and Dr. Wicked swing around to see who spoke. They see you and Liz. After them! Dr. Wicked orders. After them! Run! You shout. Run for your life! With all the workers in the lab coming up after you, there's only one way out of this. Up! Your thoughts are racing as fast as your feet. You've got it. You could climb the scaffolding on those ropes, then you could swing down and tackle Dr. Wicked. It's risky. No, it's more than whiskey. Whiskey? Risky? It's (sighs) life-threatening. But you have no choice other than which ropes to climb. You examine them closely some look too thin to support your weight while others are thicker but starting to fray which one will you choose go for a thin rope or a thick fraying rope i you know what i want a vote on the
2: other idea that we've had on this page which is that we could swing down and tackle dr wicked
0: i know uh what are we Tarzan?
2: i don't think we can
0: do that i mean it's i think thin rope that's not fraying is probably stronger though Probably. Yeah, I mean, we have no option. We're going to do it. The question is, like, is the rope going to hold us? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, 71. It's so risky. All right, 71. Let's go for a thin rope. Yep. Go for a thin rope. You call out to Liz. You both grab a hold of the thinner ropes, but before you can start climbing, the ropes automatically lift you up. They swing you through the rows and rows of wax dip figures higher and higher until you stop directly over the vats of bubbling wax. Cut them loose! Dr. Wicked cries from his platform. A worker holds an oversized pair of hedge cutters. On the order from Dr. Wicked, he cuts the thin ropes. You and Liz drop to the vats below. The next sounds you hear are the voices of children on a field trip to the Wicked Wax Museum.
1: Wow! Check this scene out!
0: One kid says.
1: It's kids like us getting dipped in hot wax.
0: (laughs) So that's it, you think to yourself. This is the scene you and Liz were meant to be all along. You're just two kids being dipped in vats of hot wax in a wax museum. (laughs) At least your audience is enjoying the show. As for you, your performances come to the end.
1: (laughs) What about that thick rope, though? What about that thick what fraying about, rope? What about though? that thick That's fraying rope, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we were meant to be. That's like, just that ham-fisted, just kids being dipped into wax. The, is mm-hmm. these the exhibit. <laughs> All right. Page 80. Uh, One second. Go for the thick ones! You instruct Liz. You and Liz grab the fraying ropes and start climbing. Get them! Dr. Wicked shouts. He's not going to let you get away. Pull! You encourage Liz. Faster! You notice a few strands of ropes, rope coming loose under your hands. Maybe we should have taken the other ropes, you think. But there's no time for that now. You've got to climb. It's harder than you thought it would be. The ropes aren't anchored anywhere. What? The ropes <laughs> aren't anchored anywhere! So nope, you and Liz So you and Liz swing wildly through the air. What happens next is a total accident. You and Liz were trying to get away, that's all, but while you are swinging out of control, you accidentally swing into Dr. Wicked. And Liz swings into a whole row of workers. Like bowling pins being knocked over by a giant bowling ball, Dr. Wicked and the workers fall into the vats of hot wax below. Their screams (laughs) fill the lab, and Dr. Wicked is destroyed. It was them or us? Holy God, you say to Liz as you slide down the ropes and land safely. Right, Liz says weakly. Them or us. <laughs> A muffled voice says from the table, turn to page 115. Jake, you and Liz exclaim together, but this time you call out his name with happiness instead of horror. You hurry over to the table he's tied to and pull the tape off his mouth and eyes. What do you think, Liz? You ask, winking at her. Should we unstrap him? I mean, after all, he's the one who got us into this mess in the first place. Come on, Jake pleads. This was no picnic for me either, you know. They had me heading for the bath of the century. You and Liz laugh as you untie Jake. He stands up, shakes his legs to get the circulation going, and says, So, what did I miss? Liz rolls her eyes. You're just about to give Jake a friendly punch on the shoulder when you hear a familiar voice. Uh Uh-oh, you say. Here comes more trouble. Turn to page 65. Mr. Dunning! You, Liz, and Jake all cry at once. What are you doing here? Good question! Mr. Dunning says angrily.
1: I might ask you the same thing. I told you to wait in the lobby. Uh, what, are you, what uh, uh, oh. Jake stammers. Never mind that now. I'll deal with the three of you later. Maybe missing this wonderful trip was punishment enough. We saw everything there was to see and even met the owner of the museum itself. Dr. Wicked. I haven't seen him lately, though. Anyway, you three men have really missed out on a lot. I hope you've learned a lesson after this experience. Oh, we sure have, Mr. Dunning. You say we definitely positively sure
0: have what what, what have we what have we learned we our whole life has been shaken, giant tongs and all the end we have learned what we know of the world is but <laughs> a shell it is we know a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. And we already knew that we didn't know anything, and now we know mm-hmm. less. And now we start from scratch. We start from scratch once more. Back to breathing. The end. My Jake God, was like real, real nonchalant about all those dying many times. Yeah. Oh, this is the you know biggest thing of the day. Oh, God, I really got to get my circulation going to my legs right now. Man, that was <laughs> that was wild. It was not a piece of cake. For thank me. you. Thank you for unstrapping me from the death machine. <laughs> oh, I really gotta stretch my legs. <laughs> That's why I wanted to be unstrapped. I haven't got my walk-in yet today. I've not stretched. Oh I don't boy. want these muscles to atrophy before they become <laughs> wax. <laughs> this book was wild. This was absolutely wild. I loved, I love this one and also i don't get it i love it i <laughs> it's so i'm certainly somewhere between the two as well i like i i i i almost wonder if the the
2: town story would have been led into by another line as well and
0: therefore it needed to be like oh we're just in a city yeah. not let's not mention the tongues that took us here but like man i'm going to be think about those tongues for the rest of my life i know it the th- The book would not be like it, it was like quasi unhinged apart from the tongue element, the tongue of it all. But just like <laughs> that page, that one and two page like stretch was <clears throat> definitely the most one. Like it never did get wrapped up. It was it will stand as the most unhinged page flip in in all of these so far for sure. And mm-hmm. the rest of it was just, like, a good, very much wax museum-themed story uh, element I, that I I like. And I do like the fact that we we did a cold, hard murder at the end and said, it was us or them, like, as kids. Yep. I love that. That's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> it's, this book it it went... is weird, though, that it says it's accidental that we swing into Dr. Wicked, and it's accidental that Izzy swings into the rest of the workers. Uh, but yeah. that was... That was if the plan. Like, oh, our plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was my plan, but I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, I know what's happened here, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not a crime to possibly
2: premeditate a murder, but then if you do the murder, you get charged with premeditated murder. Uh, so what they were doing is theorizing how they may take out the target and then covering themselves legally by yes. saying, actually, it was an accident. I only want to go down for the manslaughter. Exactly.
0: Uh, yes, 100%. Uh, wow, yeah, okay, that was, that was, welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum. What a, what a treat. Oh my word. Uh, but as we get to the end here, we have a couple things to re-mention and remind. Uh, one thing being, if you are watching this on the YouTubes, uh, there is a dedicated YouTube channel that actually now has a URL. If you go to youtube.com slash And this is weird. YouTube has just started doing this. YouTube.com slash at turn to page cast. You will be able to be directed to uh, the YouTube channel where these are going to be housed. Or if you're listening to this on a a streaming service, of of which it's on all of them, uh, you can also find the YouTube channel for that. If you want to go subscribe, watch over there. Like, There's nothing too much different that you're missing to, to watch. It's just if that's how you like to consume it, that will potentially be the only place to do it on YouTube at some point in the near future. So make sure you do that. That's one big thing. Exactly. Another big thing maybe uh, if uh, you know anyone who might be interested in Goosebumps podcasts like this
2: or something of this kind of vibe, recommending it to them or possibly leaving a rating or review on one of the streaming sites that you are watching this. Hundred
0: percent. Oh, this sound. This sounds so planned. Like this, the back and forth. I've ruined it now. But this sounded so clean and planned. Uh, the the third. This thing, was in the script. This was in the script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been reading off of a page, but none of it is uh, how we actually plan and do the actual show itself. Uh, the third and final thing. If you have any method that you know of, if if you've been able to find, uh, the remaining. Give yourself goosebumps books online or in in some capacity. If you've been able to find them uh, from books, I think it's 20, 21 or 23, 23, 23 until the end. Uh, Those are not available on the source that we have right now. So if you know of a lead or a location for us to be able to access those so we can continue to do the podcast on specifically give yourself goosebumps past that point. Or if you have access to the, uh, the special edition ones that are, have like the inventory and elements like that, do let us know. The best place for that would probably be uh, at uh, turntopagecast at gmail.com. That'd probably be the best location to let us know and direct us towards that. That would be That'd be huge, that'd be wonderful, because I would love to do the rest of these, but we only have them up to a certain point. So, yeah. That's very, all I got. Very true, and would be muchly appreciated from anyone who happens to know a lead on that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But hey, that's that. That's gonna do it here for today. For turn to page, and uh, we shall see you guys in. I can't. Oh, in one paluca. There we go. It was like just set it up. It'll come to me. We'll see you guys in a paluca. B- bye bye.
2: Catch you all then.